tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. And we are live. Welcome to another episode of the Catholic Avengers podcast. I'm your host, Pilar Saki. My co-host? Jeff Kassab. Jeff Kassab. What's up, man? Hey, man. Nothing much. It's a pleasure to be with you again. We've got some new stuff on the table here. Yeah, we sure do. I got don't excited. We? I got excited. I try and really think of myself as like a serious person. But you're not. Well, first of all, I started being friends with you. Totally destroyed my reputation. That aside. <laughs> That's the best thing that happened in your really life. Besides your <laughs> wife and kids. <laughs> Definitely. But then I said to myself, okay, I'm going to do this podcast with Jeff Kassab. And then you said, let's call it the Catholic Avengers podcast. To which yeah. I had to pretend to know who the Avengers were. Yeah. Now very, we're. Very disappointing. I apologize. I, I disappoint a lot of people in my life. Now we're eight episodes in. Yes. And I'm a junkie. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't call myself some Avengers, you know. Expert. Yeah, yeah. I learned something new every time we do Every time we knew, yes. I learned yeah. something new today. Yeah. But I was at the store. I'm Iron Man and uh I'm I'm the Hulk. The Hulk I'm the right? Hulk. So we've got these things going on here. We've got our we've got our Avengers mugs that yes. Jeff Jeff's checking yeah. out and he didn't have anything in there. Disaster. No, I I got water. Uh, yeah, the vodka for all you guys at home. And then we've got we've got a <laughs> thing back here. So then we got all this Avengers stuff, and Jeff says, you know, this is, you know, it is still a Catholic podcast. Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you asked me to bring, well, you told, we're both going to bring a statue that we really like from home. Yes. And I brought one you forgot. I forgot mine. We know who comes prepared to these things, by the way. <laughs> so this is my statue. Now, if you've ever seen this, this is why I love this statue, by Actually, the way. Actually, I've never seen it at your house. You've never seen this statue? No. Oh, because it's in my office. Oh, okay. And it's one of my favorite ones. And if you look at this, and this is a very well-known painting, but I got a statue. Laura, my, my, my beautiful, amazing wife, Laura, got me a statue of yeah. this for, uh, I think, my birthday or maybe Christmas. Actually, Christmas. Anyway, if you look at it, it is Jesus knocking on a door. Yeah. But the the small detail about this, which makes really the whole painting of the statue, is this door has no doorknob. Yeah. So Actually, no no door in your house has a doorknob. Well, that's because of the children, <laughs> and it can be dangerous if you okay, I, I just, lock I, things I, on I, their own. <laughs> yes, but the the idea is it's a reminder that Jesus is going to be knocking on our door. Yeah, but he can't come in without our permission. We've got to open our hearts to him. Yeah, so it's a nice reminder to me on a daily basis. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Jeff. I, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I was going to have beer today, yeah. isn't it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was vodka. Oh my gosh! So that's just true. I, I never listen to what Pilar says. You know, focus, man. Um, and of course, my wife texts me on the thing. She's like, "Yeah, he forgot the Saint Padre Pio statue in right, the cross." So what would it have been? It would have been my um, Padre my Padre Pio, my patron yeah. saint. Thank you, know? you Alham. So, Alham, by the way, better prepared for this podcast than you. I know she really is. <laughs> and just, this is just for Alham. She always tells me not to drink water because it makes noise. But I'm gonna drink it's, water out of it anyways. I don't drink cup. You know? It's very distracting. I don't know how you stayed married to this guy for so long. Yeah. <laughs> so so I am Iron Man slash Jarvis. Yes. And if you don't know, Jarvis is kind of the short, smart, quick-witted version of Iron Man. He's like the AI version of him. Yeah. So yes. I try, you know, I don't know how I got that nickname, but yeah. whatever. We'll digress. And you just rage out. That's and I'm, I'm the Hulk, which I don't rage out. I mean, you but do. you guys think I nah, rage you out. rage out. There's lots of torn purple pants in your closet. I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. There's just, it just feel flooded with torn purple pants. Um, it's, it, but, but we've got Thor. Is, is oh. the guy we're talking about today? Yeah. So every week we're trying to talk about one of the Avengers, and and Thor um, is associated with Joe Stefan. 
Yeah, he's a, he's a friend of ours. Yeah, he's part of the Genesis Fortnite men's yeah. group and yeah. part of this whole Catholic Avengers. And, you know, uh, it's funny, though, when we gave Joe the name, Thor, we didn't know that he, he actually had a Thor hammer. Well, he got at, it from people at work. Uh, yeah, at yeah. work on his desk. I think... I, so, you know... He was pretty much... He was. He, I think he would have left the group if he was any other superhero. <laughs> he was And you know what? In. Actually, Joe is that stubborn. He would have left the group. Well, it's kind of like... He's like, Thor. I want to be Thor or no. It's a Thor thing. I don't yeah. know. Thor's a stubborn guy, right? Thor is a very stubborn now, guy. Now, you and Thor as the Hulk, you guys have a funny relationship. Yeah, we do so i found so there's been a long long time debate oh. who's stronger the hulk or thor little thor there's even well the, a, well the reason why he's not human yeah because he's a god with a small g you know hey, not not g. not uh, a catholic yeah. show yeah yes only one, show, only one god. god only one god so um you know uh, we're brothers and we're brothers in arms and avengers but uh, we're constantly uh, battling back and forth of course, now as the Hulk, there, nobody can beat me. You're biased. Yeah, yeah. I always want to remind you that I can punch through reality. <laughs> so that's 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 a fact. Every time we're I can get, punch through reality, whatever that means. <laughs> that that means true, I'm though. strong. It's true. Yeah. Thor has the hammer. Without the hammer, he really he doesn't have any powers. It's kind of like Captain America with no shield. Yeah. What are these guys? Okay, doing? listen, we gotta lay off Captain okay, America he's, because he's, well, he's really been beat yeah, up the because last he's been episodes. he's very sensitive. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So speaking of sensitive, Thor. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the debate. We don't know for sure. Like, have these are have they arm well, wrestled? Well, on, like honestly, the most the if you want to go by what the Marvel comics say and stuff, Thor is stronger. Really? Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree too. I disagree. Yeah. That's all right. And, you know, Thor is one of the founding Avengers. You know, he's one of the f- first five. What are you talking five, right? Yeah, yeah the Iron first Man, five. Hulk, Thor, Captain Spider- America. Yeah, and um, Spider-Man. I th- not Spider Man, really? no. Spider Man? I think Spider Man is oh my one. Gosh. Yeah. Poster here. I got the poster, and there's like 7,000 characters. I have no, <laughs> I, 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 there's no way I'm ever geeking out to this level. Maybe some of you guys can, but I digress. <laughs> so, anyway, that's our boy Thor. I guess, you know, his thing with the. Overall. Hammer, you know, he's fine. He I, I find he I is. find him uh, kind of one of the least interesting, if I'm being honest. Avengers. It just as it far as like Avengers, but as as his regular personality, Joe's pretty cool. I mean, Joe's a good guy. Yeah, Joe's cool. But you know, Thor Joe yeah. is is whatever doesn't matter. You know what I noticed something though is that the last couple we the last couple uh, uh, podcast. Yeah. You're always, you know, you, yeah, you are. I'm a you. Prolonged. You're always been you always been ragging on Delone. Yeah. Talking down about him, and here it comes Very, up Joe Stefan. You're like, oh, he's a good guy. I mean, he's okay. I'll let you know, he's a godfather to John Paul, my son. Yeah, I know that. He's a good I, guy. I, know, I don't mind. I know. You know, Thor, eh, but Delone's an easy target too. It's a target-rich environment with Delone. <laughs> Delone gives it up so easily. He puts so many things. Anyway, we we, told, we said we weren't going to blast on this guy today. We're going to leave him alone today. Next week, next week we'll figure out another reason. You know, as soon as you listen to the podcast, he's going to send us call. a message, and you guys are haters yeah. and bigots and, and all these kind of things. He's going to call us. Topic, we're going to have plenty of people calling us. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the lone arrow to tell me that. <laughs> Digress. What, so what do we got today, man? What is the topic? Wow, today? our topic is, uh, is there such thing as a liberal Catholic? It's and, a good topic. Uh, good topic. It's uh, and, appropriate for the time. Yes, right? and we're going to explain things as, as best as we can according to the truths of the Catholic Church. And remember, uh, if you put up any um, hate comments up there, we're only speaking the truths of the church. And um, that's what we're here to do. We're here to proclaim the gospel for 2,000 years, the truths of the Catholic Church. All we can do is present them. 
and, and I think then you know you make it, a good point, Jeff. Sorry to cut you off. Not that sorry, but to, <laughs> one of the things that's important is we you know as Catholics we look at things through a lens of love and love first, right? And this isn't uh, what we're going to talk about today. We're actually going to try and break down the definition of liberal and the Catholic teaching. You know, we're not coming at this from an incredibly political stance, frankly. We just want to look at it and say, hey, are these two things compatible in any way? And if not, why? And if so, why? And I think that's what we're going to kind of talk through. Yeah, today. yeah, definitely. So we have it. But well, we start every week with a quote from yeah. Archbishop Fulton uh, Sheen. I don't, okay, I'm just going to I'm just going to keep there. yeah the Fulton Sheen quote because we're eight episodes in. Every one of his quotes really resonates with almost every one of our topics and what's going on in the present day and age. I mean, these are 50, 60, 70 year old quotes. Yeah. But look at this quote, man! I Break just could not break it down, Jeff. This up. Oh, the this Hulk, guy's the amazing, Hulk, Reed, and right? Sheen. Here we go. Name of the Father and Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. <laughs> this is also part of our kind of our opening prayer, also. Mm-hmm. So, he, uh, Archbishop Sheen, says this: Satan's logic is simple. If there is no heaven, then there is no hell. If there is no hell, then there is no sin. If there is no sin, then there is no judgment. I'm sorry. If there is no sin, then there is no judge. And if there is no judgment then evil is good and good is evil. But above all these descriptions, our Lord tells us that he will be so much like himself that he would deceive even the elect. And certainly no devil ever seen in picture books could deceive even the elect. Wow. Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Sheen. Mm. Right? This guy. Once, Once people don't believe that Things are not a sin anymore. Then it's over. Everything falls apart. From Everything that. falls apart. You then you decide. Well, this is a sin, and this is not a sin. Mm-hmm. Once there's no sin, heaven doesn't exist anymore. Hell doesn't exist anymore. And the devil is doing his job. And if hell, he's confusing people, and if hell doesn't exist, if heaven doesn't exist, which means hell doesn't exist, then the rational thought to that is you should just live for as much selfish pleasure as reasonably possible in yeah. your life. Yeah. So all bets are off. Yeah. It becomes a competition of who can have the most pleasure in their life. And at that point, well, you would be dumb to live any other way, wouldn't yeah. you? Exa- and, and and do we see some of that happening now? Of course. Look people around. Are, I mean, people are just... The, oh, look at my Twitter feed. It's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch what happens at the bottom of the comments here. I know. It's going to be a nightmare. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's that idea that it's objective reality. It comes down, and that's what Fulton Sheen's really talking about here, Bishop yeah. Fulton Sheen. This idea of objective reality. There is truth. Yes. There is truth. And if we don't believe in an objective form of truth, then it's just, yeah, well, Lam would be so proud. Well, you know, I, she's going to yell at me, so let me just oh put gosh. it in the cup and you get know, it over with, just, man. You can't just throw stuff around. You're not actually the Hulk. You're just punching holes through reality and throwing water bottles all over the place. But this idea of objective reality is critical to what we believe as Catholics. Yes. It's everything, and without it, everything unravels. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in terms of the topic today, we're talking about being a you know is it can you be a liberal Catholic, um, a liberal and a Catholic I should say yeah and I think um, you know this is again it's important to kind of take a step back and realize hey listen we're not talking about just politics here we're talking yeah. about what is the definition of liberal and then what is what is the definition of Catholic and we are not passing judgment no listen as, as we Catholics, are not passing judgment on anyone um, again we're here to share the truths of the church and um, that's what we're going to try to do in this podcast through. The grace of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So let's start right? with let's start with the idea of, of being a Catholic. Yeah. So to be a Catholic, what does that mean? Okay. So to be a Catholic, um, and 
so it's so here is a kind of a definition, right? For uh, being a fully Catholic means accepting all the teachings of the church, the teachings on abortion, the teachings on pro-life, the teachings that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, the teaching on confession, on the saints, the teaching about Mary and the mother of God, pretty much what we learned in catechism and first communion, right? This is what it means to be a Catholic, to be baptized, to be a practicing Catholic, to receive the sacraments on a regular basis, right? And um, to continue on your life with a moral conscience in doing what is right and avoiding what is evil. Now, you taught one of the words you said there earlier in your definition, you said all the teachings. Yes. So as a Catholic... I can't pick and choose this concept of a cafeteria Catholic. I can't pick and choose. Hey, I, I believe these things about the Catholic faith. I don't believe these things over here. I think the church might be wrong. As to be a true Catholic, what we're saying, you have to believe it. Believe, believe in, in everything, everything the church teaches. It's not. It doesn't make any sense to say, "Hey, I believe in all the teachings of the church except uh, abortion." Mm-hmm. You know, hey, it's 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 her. It's a woman's body. She can do what she wants. Yeah. Who am I to judge? Who am I to tell her? Catholic right. Doesn't exist. I mean, you can you can pretty much say that with every sin. Mm. You know, I mean, when. When one part of the body is hurting, the whole body hurts. And and, and we are right? all part of the body of, of Christ. Of course, yeah. Right? First Corinthians, St. Mm-hmm. Paul says that in First Corinthians. We're all one body. You know, we're all, uh, Christ is the head, and we are the body. So yeah. you have to believe in all the teachings of the church. Now, there is nothing wrong with questioning the teachings of the church. Why does the church teach this? Mm-hmm. Why does the church teach that? You know, Seeking it, to understand. Seeking Seeking faith, seeking understanding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But to just come out bluntly and say a church teaching for 2,000 years and say, well, you know what? I don't believe in it. It's 2021. Uh, That's irrelevant. Uh, That was something that was done um, hundreds of years ago. And it's irrelevant in our day and time. Yeah. For example, abortion. Mm -hmm. I mean, or same-sex marriage or, um, you know, these kind of things that... You know, just because the times have changed, they want the church to change. No, that's wrong. The church would, wouldn't change. The, the church, church will the, never change. That objective truth. Truth yeah. can't be changed. Two plus two is always equal, equal Always, four, always. It right? doesn't matter what's happening in society. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. This is the objective truth that Fulton Sheen was talking about. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so if, if, if we are going to be a true practicing Catholic, then we have to believe in those traditional objective truths that the church has always preached and hasn't changed, nor will they ever change. Yes. Now, what do you what do you say to what do you say to people that's, that that say, well, this is an opportunity for the church to reevaluate its teachings and maybe interpret things a little bit differently? Can that happen? Like, can we ever look at it and say, maybe in certain circumstances, you know, abortion is okay? No. Right. When there is a when there are set uh, dogmas of the church that are set in stone that have been handed down to us by divine revelation, which means through Jesus Christ and mm. through the gospel. Yeah. You know, the commandments, the ten commandments don't change. Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Abortion is under there, right? And, and so and so, you know, without getting too much into this uh, this idea, the the argument of, or for pro choice or pro life, right? But the, the idea that that's a child in the womb and to end that child's life is murder. Mm-hmm. That's murder in the eyes of the Catholic Church. Yes. And that's essentially what the Catholic Church teaches. So if you believe another thing, then what we're saying is then you're not really believing all the tenets of the Catholic faith. And to your definition earlier, you're not actually a practicing no, Catholic. you're not a practicing Catholic. I, I, hate, I really hate to say that, but yeah. it's, it's true. You know, what gives us the right to be the judge 
of who lives and who doesn't. Mm. Because that means if you are okay with abortion, then it doesn't stop there. Yeah. You know, uh, what if a child is is born with a handicap, a disability? What if uh, an elderly person, you know, doesn't have any more quality of life to gets to a certain age? Where does it stop? Yeah. Where does it stop? If it doesn't stop in the womb, it's not going to stop outside of life, Pilar. No. I just, I'm sorry. It no. just, it's and not. And that's a slippery slope, and that's why the church, again, it comes back to that objective reality. The truth is the truth. Right. There is no kind of room for interpretation on some of those things. It is what it is. Yeah. And some people would argue, well, you know, it's different if you're if you're talking about a uh, somebody who's four weeks pregnant and somebody who's thirty seven weeks pregnant. Right. Some people would draw a line there. But the church teaches what in terms of the church that? says that um, that life begins at conception. At conception. At conception. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and and that's a church's teaching. To your point. Right? So you know what 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 gets me is that. People think that, and I think we talked about this in our last podcast, and let's just briefly mention it. People think that church teachings are there because we want to make your lives miserable <laughs> or harder or we don't love you, which on the contrary, yeah. the church. This is a great point you're making. The church teaches these things because the church loves us. Yeah. Right. When I say the church loves us, it doesn't always necessarily mean that the people running the church particularly love us. Okay, it could be and it could be true. What it means is that Jesus Christ, who founded the church, loves us. Yeah. And he's he works through the popes in union with the bishops so they can keep the teachings of the magisterium, they can proclaim it to the world. And he told the he told the eleven apostles in Matthew twenty six, eighteen, he said, Listen, go first baptize so they can be Catholic, yeah, and then proclaim to the ends of the earth, yeah, and that's what they did. Yeah. Twelve, eleven guys, technically twelve later, yeah. twelve guys go out and proclaim about somebody that was only heard about in this small town of Nazareth. Yeah, they go out to Rome to to any you know, I mean, but now Greece, we, we got a billion Asia, Catholics, right? Two yeah. billion. Well, are we two billion? Is it two billion, billion now? Uh, maybe, somebody, somebody Google it quick. Put it in the comments. Yeah, maybe it's a billion. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a billion Catholics. Yeah, there's another billion Christians. Oh, maybe, 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 maybe two billion Christians. Yeah, yeah, remember. total. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not bad. Not bad for eleven guys. Right. To your point, and and preaching the truth. Why? Preaching why? Truth. Now, same things that preach then. Exactly. Now, now yeah. why did they succeed? Because all twelve taught the same thing. Mm. Were they in disagreement at times? Yeah, you can see it in the Acts of the Apostles. You can see it in letters of Paul, where where Paul and Peter, first Pope, yeah, are disagreeing on. things things yeah. right but peter sets his foot down and says no circumcision is no longer it's now baptism yeah right in acts 15 kind of was council of jerusalem first you're, council you're, kind re of. you're really geeking out right now i'm sorry no, <laughs> i'll back down <laughs> we got we just we, i think we just got a theology one degree i'm oh, sorry sorry I'll, I'll back off on that a little bit <laughs> well it's so that's so essentially what we're talking about from the this idea of being catholic is saying it was, was we're saying to be a practicing catholic means to believe in all the doctrines of the faith not this cafeteria catholic kind of thing like hey i believe that sex before marriage is okay but I still am a practicing Catholic. Like, no, we're saying that's yeah. something else. You're believing in something else. You're not really being yeah. a true Catholic. And, and oh, go ahead. If you're if you're if you're struggling with some of the teachings, mm -hmm. then it's your job 
right? It's your job. You have. We'll talk about a formed conscience in yeah. a little bit. Talk about geeking it's out. Your, yeah, it's your job to seek the truth, <laughs> right? I mean, we have such a resource here with the internet. Of course, you got to be careful with where you go. But man, you know, the answers are at a click of a button right now. Catholic.com. Right? Catholic.com. Love it. Easy. Love these guys. If you can't remember that, yeah, I got no hope for you. Yeah, Catholic.com is just the, the website to Catholic Answers. And uh, what an amazing, uh, yeah, what, a gift, what a gift to the Catholic Church they yeah. really are. And they got thousands and thousands of articles. They really break down any keyword, Any keyword you punch in there, yeah. you'll find anything you want. So Catholic.com is the easiest thing to go to. But um, the, the the Internet is just such a, a useful resource for us to learn the, the truths of our faith. Yeah. Seek it out. Understand it. Pray about it. If you're so, if you're really against abortion, mm -hmm. you really don't understand it. And you're, if you're against the church's teaching of abortion, church's yeah. teaching of it, you're really against it. You really don't understand it. And I, I've, I've seen some discussions lately where oh, people course. are angry. Yeah. yeah. You know what you need to do? My brothers and sisters, you need to pray. Yeah. Sit back, call upon the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, give me understanding. Give me faith. Open my heart. Open my eyes. Open my mind so I can understand the teachings of the church. And why do you teach this? And if you struggle with a teaching, okay. It's okay. Struggle with it. But keep seeking the truth. And I think something you said is super important earlier, and we can't let people not know this about our faith is if our faith is an inclusive faith, not an exclusive faith. And if you are somebody, you know, who struggles with some of these teachings or you fall into some of these sins, I mean, if you if you have had an abortion or you have convinced somebody to have an abortion, this is not saying the church does not want any part of you. The opposite. The yeah. church is saying, we want you here. We want you to be a part of our community. We want to give you that healing. The prodigal son. Amen. Right, oh, wow. welcome, Oof. welcome we do a whole podcast on the prodigal son. son. You yeah, guys see, you guys want to see the Iron Man cry through his metal face? <laughs> Let's do the prodigal son. Man, it gets me every time. So my brother said we have 1.3 billion Catholics in the world. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, and we have two people listening to the podcast. One's your brother. <laughs> one's my wife. And one's my wife. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, so we got. I got a comment here from Michelle, which is a very good comment. She says, "How do you defend as a Catholic when one argues that a conception, the child in the womb, is only cells and not life?" Life. Clump of cells. Yeah, and it's and not and it's considered isn't considered murder. There have been many Chaldeans that argue against this being against the church teaching. Yeah, that's a good um, well, good question, Michelle. I think we need to do research. Go to science. Go to a lot of. Um, I forgot the name of the the Catholic website that's biologic uh, that that teaches about bio. It's a Catholic website with a bunch of Catholic doctors. You're the seminarian, dude. Yeah, I don't know. but I thought I, I thought you guys taught it at Marriage Prep one time. You brought up the website uh, that had a bunch of Catholic doctors. Uh, are you talking and, about um, uh, Napro technology? It's not Napro. No, it's yeah. just a bunch of doctors that are Catholic and that have done their research, okay. and they actually prove that it's not a clump of cells. Listen, I, I can't prove that because I'm not a doctor. Well, I don't listen, know enough Jeff, about that. I'm, I'm a clump of cells. Frankly, you look like a clump of cells. <laughs> Unreal, man. You're a clump of cells with like a beard. Like a little little goatee. But we're all a clump of about cells. About to get angry. What is that? Oh, boy. About to get angry. He's turning green. going to need some new purple pants. But, but we're all a clump of cells. What does that mean? Yeah, clump what of is cells. It? Yes. And, and, you know, one of the things I would say, and we should do a whole, we could do a whole podcast on this in terms of, you know, the argument for pro-life. There's a yeah. million of them. I think we should bring some Catholic doctors on. And maybe even a non-Catholic doctor. And, yeah. and and see if we can, you know, if they can make it, have us understand mm -hmm. uh, what, what is a clump of cells. Well, listen, do you know? Do, if if a, if, a, if there is a child conceived in a woman's womb and she, a week into that there's and you do nothing do nothing don't 
don't do anything for or against it, what happens? The child develops. Yeah. And over time, without you doing anything, you we will have fingers, toes, yeah. heart, nervous system, brain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a pretty strong argument to be made there that, yes. listen, at conception, at this, at, right at the moment of conception, you have what is a new being that has DNA different than the mother, DNA different than the father. It's its own individual um, being, and and given time, will develop into a giant clump of cells that loves the Hulk. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially an easy way to do it. But I would also urge people go to Catholic.com, like we said. Yes, there's yes. plenty of stuff. Go go do YouTube. You know, Catholic. Uh, or I've I've actually learned a lot about this by YouTubing um, abortion debates. Here they are. Oh side. yeah, Here yeah. Both sides. Yeah, it's great. But Those again, are you, great. So, but again, it comes back to forming your conscience. You were talking a little bit about that earlier. Yes, I want to get into that a little bit, and then I'm going to talk about kind of the definition of liberal and why you know there is maybe some tension between kind of this traditional de- the the definition of liberal and kind of the traditional sense of being Catholic. Catholic yeah, so not yeah. So much conservative. So we once we, at, we're going to we'll talk a little bit about that, but you know sometimes uh, there's been a few bishops that have come out, and even some priests that come out. That have leaned toward uh, the Democratic stance, and they say, "Well, listen, there is people that are that voted Democrat and that support Democrat candidates, and maybe they don't have a fully formed moral conscience, mm-hmm. right?" It's almost, it's like we can kind of say, "Well, listen, um, <clears throat> if we commit, um, if we uh, we're both married, and if we are unfaithful to our wives, it's yeah. a mortal sin." Yeah, right. But if you don't know, if you don't know what a mortal sin is. First of all, I'll smack you over the head with Thor's <laughs> hammer. That's first thing. Second no, is, never do that. <laughs> um, yeah, no one can pick up the hammer anyways. So there's another. That's another whole I podcast. I feel like someone said, "Didn't Captain America Captain, move it?" Captain America moved, moved it, it, but then at the end of the, I think the last movie, End Games, he actually he's worthy he enough. It. He picks it up. Okay, so yeah, he's the only yeah, one worthy so, enough. Yeah, I'm garbage as Iron Man. I know I'm a piece of yeah. it doesn't matter. It's a different story. <laughs> so if you don't know, there's three things that have to be present for a mortal sin. If you don't know, if me and you both are unfaithful to our wives, I know it's a mortal sin and you don't, I'm held accountable for the mortal sin. Yeah. And you're not. Why? I have a formed conscience. Mm. I know the faith from a little kid. Let's take an example. You, maybe on the other hand, don't have a foreign moral conscience. Everybody in your life, let's just, let's just examples. Friends, relatives have all... Um, cheated on their wives, yeah. been unfaithful. So to you, you're like, hey, everybody's doing it, yeah. right? I don't. Yeah. So you don't have a form moral conscious. So the same sin for both of us can be mortal for me and not mortal the for you. The same act, yeah. The same act, the same right? Act. Yeah. So because you know it and I didn't. Exactly. You don't have a formed moral conscience, mm-hmm. and I did. That makes a huge difference in the decisions we make, even when it comes to voting. But so then, as Catholics, what we're saying is, you have an obligation to to have a formed moral conscience, right? Yes. To try and go. This is what you were saying in terms of go learn. Yes. Or so, go listen to great podcasts like this. Yeah. <laughs> Subpar podcasts like this. the Catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, paragraph seventeen eighty three. I think it's very important for if you get a chance to read this. Can, can you just real quick before you jump into this? Yes. Now, a lot of people might not know what the Catechism of the Catholic Church is. Okay, what, I don't. I mean, it's it's essentially it's a it's a book that's got all the church's teachings. And, and you, I don't know what it is. <laughs> don't worry, he's in the seminary. We might want to send somebody to a different seminary. They're not teaching the Catechism. Catechism is the Catholic Church. It's it is a a a very very um, deep 
teachings of all the church. Yeah, it's basically okay, it everything. All the church's teachings talks about God and prayer and salvation and the sacraments and conscience and abortion and mortal sin. You name it about the Catholic faith that's in there. In terms of what we believe. Yes, and, and what this, we believe. When we, when we, and if you go back to what we said earlier, a Catholic, a true Catholic is someone who, has, who believes all the tenets of the Catholic faith. What we're saying is a true Catholic could look at the catechism and believe everything in there. They yeah. wouldn't disagree with anything. Yeah. Okay. Again, it's okay. I teed that up for you, dude. Yeah. That's what I was, I was trying to. <laughs> woo, the Hulk is in mirror form today, guys. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. What, not, you, what is in there? <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. It's okay. Not, it's okay time. not to understand the teachings. Again, I really want to reiterate this. It's okay not to understand the teachings of the church. You read yeah. the catechism. You might. We're going to read this paragraph seventeen eighty three. I don't get it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. You go back. You read it. You reread it. There's some. There's some notes in here, and you f- try to understand. Mm-hmm. Right, faith-seeking understanding. This is what it is. So we we you we notice that we've quoted the Catechism a lot. We'll always say CCC, which means Catechism of the Catholic Church. I'll say paragraph seventeen eighty three, and their numbers are right over there. You'll go to it and you can read it. So this is, this talks about the formation of conscience, and this is what it says: Conscience must be informed, and moral judgment enlightened. A well-formed conscience is upright and truthful it formulates its judgments according to reason in conformity with the true good willed by the wisdom of the creator the education of conscience is indispensable for human beings who are subjected to negative influences and tempted by sin to prefer their own judgment and to reject authoritative teachings mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to explain that in lay terms? No. No, I'll try, though. I'll try, though. So essentially, if I understand what you just read, it's it's basically saying that I have an obligation to form my own conscience, but it says specifically, what does it say, the will of the good, the creator? It says, it says uh, you must judgments according to reason in conformity with the true good willed by the wisdom of the creator. So, in conformity. so I, can, I need to form my conscience based on the, the creator's rules essentially right and then at the end it talks about how it can it is sinful to try and make for my own conscience like i would basically be tempted to form my own conscience not in conformity with the authority which but, the church but again it says you're tempted by sin yeah you're tempted right by tempted sin. by sin so we always have to be in a state of grace yeah. right that's that's the to most the important thing and and okay i let's say i i'm not of i don't have a form conscience everybody's telling me abortion is wrong yet i believe through maybe growing up through going through school through whatever through friends that hey listen it may, may abortion may be wrong but in my situation it wasn't wrong mm-hmm. i had to do this right i have to i have to sit back and i have to pray i have to say listen lord Open my heart and my mind. Why is abortion wrong? Go back through the teachings, find out what Roe versus Wade is, see what the church says about it. See how far back the teaching goes. Yeah. It goes back. I'm going to read you something in a minute that goes back to the, the second century about abortion. Wow. It's not something that the church just came up with. It's always taught it that it's wrong. And I know we're focusing on abortion, but we're talking about all Any the teachings teaching. of the church. Well, and this is where, so when I when you read that, the, the first thing I thought of, I'm very guilty of this, is it, and I have been, is we can really kind of rationalize our sin, 
So there's a temptation. Oh, for sure. There's a there's a temptation that comes from the evil one that says, "Hey, that's not a sin." I know the church teaches that, but maybe you're misinterpreting it. And there's this temptation to say, "No, you you know better, Pilar. You know really what God meant." This guy and you know this this pope, he doesn't really know what he you know or or what the gospels say. Or, you know, you're interpreting it wrong. Yeah. And that's a temptation. You know, we, you talked about maybe, and maybe it comes from a very genuinely good place. Hey, I know a woman who had an abortion, and, and her circumstances were terrible, and this was the best thing for her life. And like, I have compassion for this person. I can have all these good intentions. Yeah. But the, and that's a temptation of sin is to get me to to kind of rationalize why it's okay and disagree with the church. Yeah. But it comes right back full circle. What we're saying is then I'm not being a true Catholic. Then I am disagreeing with the church on something. And and that's essentially being a cafeteria yeah. Catholic. Yeah, I, would say. Some true Catholic. I honestly have to say, like uh, we were at the pro life um, mass that Bishop had on, uh, I think it was Friday yeah. at St. George. There was a speaker there, and she was a pro life speaker. And honestly, I, I I have a hard time believing that any woman has an abortion just to say I want to kill a baby. No, I really I, I really don't feel that any woman is doing that. It's a terrible intentionally. thing to have to go through. Yeah. And I and I'm sure women struggle with it mm-hmm. and they go through probably deep emotions and maybe some fall into depression. It's not an easy thing. No. And and the church is there to to sympathize with you. The priests are there. The priests we have today, oh my gosh, they're amazing. Even Father right? Pierre? Well, I, I most of the priests. Today okay, are so amazing. let me. Yeah, most, most of the priests we have today are amazing. Yeah, yeah most yeah, of yeah. the priests for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Right. I mean, and it goes back to you know Jesus didn't come to heal there to to heal the healthy. Right. He came to heal the sick. Yeah. And this is where the church, you know, if you've gone through that or you know somebody who's gone through that, can be a very painful thing. And the yeah. church is here to comfort you to bring you in. Again, the church teaches the truth. That doesn't mean we're excluding people because no, of the church. No, not the at all. Is true. Where the church is here to love, we, the church doesn't exclude anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they've had an abortion or whether they're same-sex attraction, especially to the same-sex same-sex attraction community, yeah, the church loves them. Absolutely, I know they. I know on the outside, and there's a few out there that are saying that the church is homophobic and the church hates gays. And on the true. contrary, it is not true. Yeah. And Sometimes when the church speaks the truth, it sounds like they have hatred towards a certain group, yeah. but it's not. No, really, the, church- the, the truth is done in love. What does the church teach? Good, to go back to the church's teaching. The church teaches that these things are sins, but so is drinking too much, you know, lying. Yeah. Stealing. Right. You know, sex before marriage. Yeah. You know, those things are sins too. Yeah. And and as sinners, we're called to the church, yeah. right, to repent, to be healed. If it's not, no one says, "Hey, Pilar, you're a liar." The church hates you. Yeah. Just like no one says, "Hey, Pilar, you know, you you have same sex attraction." The church hates you. It's not. That's not no. a thing. Oh, the, the, the distortion. Nobody should ever pass judgment on anybody. And unfortunately, there is some Catholics out there that do pass judgment. You're going to hell. You're doing this. You're doing that. Once you start passing judgment on somebody, then you're putting yourself in the seat of God. Yeah. And only God can pass judgment on people. And I'm getting upset. Well, if, if, I were to pass, if I were to pass judgment on you, would you pass judgment on me for passing judgment on you? 
Well, I've already passed judgment on you first. That's fair. So, you know, I mean. <laughs> There's one more okay. thing I want to touch on. Uh, we, we, we talk about this. So, the, you know, the, 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 the name of the podcast today is Can You Be a Liberal Catholic? Yes. Right? So I think we would be doing a disservice to the audience here if we didn't define or at least look up the definition of liberal. Because I think that's important. It's very important. Right? Because, you know, when we say liberal, we don't mean vote Democrat, vote, you know. No, no, it's, not it's at all. Liberal, there's a, it's a mentality. It's a thought process, right? So, the, so here's, I looked it up on dictionary.com. Uh, it says liberal, open to new behavior or opinions, and willing to discard traditional values. So when you look at when you look at that, and what we have been talking about for thirty minutes, uh, five minutes we talked about Thor, but for the other thirty minutes yeah. we've been talking about how there's two thousand years of church teaching that has never changed, nor will ever change. Will never change. And then take that now in this definition: open to new behavior or opinions, and willing to discard traditional values. Those things don't necessarily. No. Line up. They're they're not going to ever be compatible. They right? can't be compatible. They cannot be. And they're up, they're discard, opposite each other. Discard traditional values yeah. on one side, and no matter what, we will hold these traditional values yeah. on the other side. Yeah. Right. And so that's where you're going to have some of this tension if you try and be kind of what is you know per this definition a liberal Catholic. Yeah. Now maybe other people say, well, no, I'm I I will vote Democrat, but I'm pro life. Okay. That, that then maybe you're defining liberal differently, and maybe there's a conversation to be had there. Yeah. But in terms of the core church teachings, those have to be believed in, or you're not a Catholic. Yeah. Archbishop Salvatore Corleone of San Francisco. Not the Godfather. Not the Godfather. Different Corleone. Yeah. Okay. He says, No Catholic in good conscience can favor abortion. Now, look what he said. We just talked about moral conscience. Mm. He said, No Catholic in good conscience can favor abortion. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. That's very important. Yeah. And 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 all and all the bishops and the majority of the priests when they speak something like that, they always talk about you got a Catholic in good conscience. Yeah. He has to have a good form of conscience. So and he and the reason why I read this is because he was talking about um Pelosi, House Speaker Pelosi, mm. Nancy Pelosi, yeah. how she's a Catholic and she's, you know, and he says here he says um where is it at? Um, <clears throat> she claims to be a Catholic. She claims right? to she be. Says a, yeah, a, she says I'm a Catholic. She says I'm a Catholic. But if right? She, if what we've just been talking about, if she doesn't believe that the church is teaching around abortion is correct, then she's essentially something else. She yes, talk, she yeah, something else. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, so, uh, what is mess- President Biden? Mm-hmm. He's a Catholic, yep. but he's one of the um, most pro uh, choice, choice yeah. uh, presidents we've ever had. Yeah. What is now the problem with this is what message is this sending out to Catholic people all over the world? You know what is sending out? Well, hey, you know what? If Biden's if President Biden's okay to be a Catholic and he's receiving receiving communion and he's in a state of mortal sin and Pelosi, so why is it okay for them because they're high profile? Yeah, and why is it not okay for me? Well, they're not. It's, so not, this, it's not Bishop Biden. It's no. President Biden. Yes, hundred percent. Right? And, 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 and you know, just because just because someone is you know, again, what we're talking about is say they're Catholic, but they're they don't believe in the Catholic Church's teachings. Are they really a Catholic? And I think that's yeah. what we're trying to say here. And, and look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and judge President Biden or no, Pelosi. Not, no, not at and all. I'm not gonna say what they believe or not. But when you look at their actions, it's easy to have that conversation to say, is this really them practicing their faith? Yeah. Right. At least at least as as we define the the true faith and the Catholic faith, which is. You know, outline like you said in the catechism and all the church's teachings for two thousand years, and it'll never change. Yeah, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, they 
they're they're going to sit in the judgment seat of, in front of God. Mm-hmm. And God's going to judge every single person according to his works, according to what he did and what he believed. And, you know, not only what he did, but who he led mm, astray. True. It's a really right? good point that a lot who of people don't know. Who he led astray. I'm, res- right? I'm responsible for the things that I show other people. And if I lead someone astray by my actions, I'll be held accountable for those sins. Yes. Saying. Yeah. Sure. A lot of people don't know that as Catholics. It's yeah. A, yeah. The bar is high. The more, the, the more, gate, the gate is narrow. Oh, narrow gate, my friend. The road is narrow, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know. I, I don't, I want to know how road, narrow it is because I might have to lose a little. So if I try to go in that road as the Hulk, don't go in as the Hulk. I'm not going to fit. Nah, don't go the, in as the Hulk. It's, it is narrow. It's I mean, a, listen, very few people find it, man. Very I'm, few people find you, it. You did Hulk out on me for a minute here today. I was going to Hulk out on you. You did. You got really upset. I didn't yeah. even do anything. I was just sitting here. The people at home noticed that. I was yeah. just hanging well, out. Well, I mean, the, the Hulk, see, he doesn't care who's around. Once he hulks out, it's over. Is Now, do you have to go to confession when you Hulk out? <laughs> I haven't yet. <laughs> I haven't yet. And how do you? How what, you know well, what I'm afraid is going to confession while I'm the Hulk. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to tear the confession with yeah, a part. Not going to fit. I mean, you're not going to fit. You know, the, so. the, that's a different tearing of the veil. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Well, Lisa, I, do we have to end? Yeah, we've so, got okay. So just a couple minutes. I I, I want to talk about something. Break real it quick. down, Maria. Yeah. People are trying to get to bed. They all right, sorry. Things to do. So um, the last time. Oh geez. Last time we were supposed to talk about. Your skating ice rink. Oh, my ice rink. There's a lot You're of things. Supposed to bring this up in the I forgot. Oh, there's a lot of things happening at your house. We'll yeah. talk about it next time. Next but time. there's a lot of things happening at your house. I was there last time. You told me a lot of great stories. They're good stories. And uh, this, but the the ice rink that you built, it's the best. It's a, it's a bad so far. It's the best. It's know. actually better the than pool? the chlorine. You think the pool? The yeah, chlorine? yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'll so, save it for next time. So, well, I think I think we're at time here, Jeff. I yeah. appreciate you. This was a really cool topic. I think there's going to be a lot of comments and a lot of people. Yeah. If you've got questions. You want you've got comments. You've got a topic you want us to talk about. Send us an email, Genesis Four Nine Men's Group at gmail.com. Yep, right. or um, on ECRC, or um, we're gonna be pretty sure we're gonna upload this on ECRC's um, uh, YouTube page. YouTube page, yep. and the podcast actually comes out next Monday. We're gonna upload it. Well, we, they don't know that. They're listening to it today. Yeah, they're listening to it live now. Yeah. So, but oh yeah, that's right. So, um, but yes, but go well, ahead and like us on the, in the Apple uh, in the Apple Store. Like us in the Google Play Store. SoundCloud, SoundCloud. And we're on Subscribe. also we're on uh, what else now? You we're on Spotify now. Oh, we're on Spotify that's now. To your boy Ennis, anyway. Yeah, yeah. We're back in. So, oh, we have to give a shout out. So now we're all one group, big group through ECRC. Um, Sean Ayar's podcast is called The Right to Be Catholic. Yep. Right, and we have and we just added Ennis Kustu to. Um, our group and his podcast is the called um, The Salty Catholic. You'll never meet a saltier Catholic. <laughs> oh my God. So Ennis salty. is so salty. So you won't salty. believe it. So um, we're all t- we're all brothers in Christ. We're all trying to preach the truth and the gospel of the church. We want to give a big shout out to ECRC for supporting us and they do so much good work and it's all about evangelization. It's all about bringing Jesus to as many people as we can. They were going to cancel us if Jeff didn't say that, by the way. Thank God he said that. I totally forgot. We almost this close. Well, Jeff, as always, my brother, it's been a wonderful time. And you know, we can never forget you are. My brother's keeper. Amen. Till next time. Thank you, guys. Amen. You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.